Welcome to the EPFL podcast with Anna and Tegla. In weekly 20 minutes episodes, we'll share information and personal experience about a series of subjects, spanning from relationships, health, great women in science, and many more. Sometimes there will be experts joining us and answering your questions. Enjoy this week's episode! Welcome everyone to the second episode of this series. We will talk about boundaries and consent. Any disclaimer for anyone? We won't be talking about anything graphic, but still it may trigger someone if we talk about boundaries and consent. Yes. By definition, consent is to agree to do something or to allow someone to do something. For example, in a relationship, it would mostly look like communication during every step of the way. Also, important point of this episode is that your partner should not assume that you are comfortable with everything just because you are together. Yeah, relationship doesn't mean consent. We can talk about what consent doesn't look like. For example, dressing a certain way, flirting or accepting any gifts or drink is not a form of consent. Neither is saying yes or no under the influence of alcohol or doing something you feel pressured. Big important point, consent can always change anytime. Yes. If you want to sleep with someone at the beginning, but then you realize that you don't want to anymore, it is okay to say no. You shouldn't feel pressured that you have to do it just because you said yes at the beginning. Because everything can change at any time. I mean, just simple mood swing or a vibe that you don't like mm-hmm. and you don't feel like it anymore and it's completely fine and valid. Say no if you don't want to and don't feel like you're pressured by just being in a relationship or feeling some kind of pressure. Now we will talk about boundaries and consent during intimacy. In a relationship, I feel like it's most difficult to create boundaries and to always ask for consent because you give it for granted. But you should always communicate your boundaries, needs, desires, and they should be respected and the other person should listen to you. And I feel like it's a responsibility to tell your boundaries to your partner. Mm-hmm. And if you communicate your boundaries, then you can work on your expectations while respecting your boundaries. So how can you start doing that? It may feel a bit non-spontaneous mm-hmm. to talk beforehand about what you're comfortable doing yeah. or not, but it shouldn't be that way because we are all different, we have different experience exactly. and it's important to tell what you like and don't like about sexual boundaries but also emotional mm-hmm. ones and experiences that you may or may not want to do. And it could be also very liberating to tell someone that you don't want to do something, but also that you do want to do something. It goes both ways. And of course, also the timing is really important, so Mm -hmm. that you don't want to do something now, but maybe in the future. Consent is not always a yes or no question. It can be maybe in the future. Uh, with you yes or with you no (laughs) exactly and also like in this part if you say maybe in few years and then you decide that it will be a definitely no uh, that's That's okay to do you can always change your opinion 
in a relationship, you should be able to do what you want at any time and don't feel pressured to do something just because you said that you would do it of in course. the future. It's really human to, mm -hmm. to change mind. And also all this boundary and consent also applies to every type of relationship, not only, you know, this uh, romantic. romantic relationship. It also applies to friendships and family and work relationships. And you shouldn't be afraid to communicate them as well to them. Uh, I know it, it is easy to say and, for example, to tell your boundaries to your family may be more difficult because they don't always respect that. But you can always try and maybe with time they will accept. Yeah, it's really, really hard to put your limits out there mm -hmm. in relationships which are not that close, like in romantic relationships. With your friends, I find it especially, especially difficult. When I don't like something, I, <laughs> I tend... Not to say... Yeah, I never mm. say anything. I don't know, I was only like in one school my whole life. So most of my friends are my friends for like 10 or more years. Mm -hmm. So we are very close and I feel that this wasn't really a problem. We always set boundaries. Yeah. With new new friendships, it is very difficult to set them because now when I'm trying to make new friends, you want them to like you, but you don't want to feel annoying. Yes, and all the time when you want to say something... Mm -hmm that you don't like. It can be as something as simple as some as dark humor or black humor, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> if you don't like that, you don't like some words they say, mm -hmm. you can come off as like the annoying one, but I think it's important to do it anyways. Exactly. Like yes. the humor is to make fun of their friends. And I do that too, like with my friends, but we have boundaries. <laughs> we know when to stop. We know what we cannot talk about. For example, uh, body image we never talk about because, well, that's not it. So never be afraid to say that you are not comfortable with something. You can say, hey, I understand your humor, but I have some boundaries. And you should establish that. It's not that you're annoying. It is just that you're human and that some... Uh, themes may hurt you, that's normal. I usually try to say in more funny way, like, mm. oh no, but that's bad, like, no, I don't like that, in a more funny way, if, if I can. manage to. And yeah. I'm not the most funny person, so I don't know. It is very hard to say that you are not comfortable, especially when you're in a big group with friends, friends and friends, and I know that usually I just close myself that's mm -hmm. really bad because then you cannot enjoy your night or your day and your moment then mm -hmm. is ruined <laughs> exactly and why should you feel that way mm -hmm. and i think one thing which we always hear when we say no to something is why <laughs> the why just like that why and you don't really know what to say but you don't need to have a why to mm -hmm. say no and being in the other place, you can feel sometimes you you don't understand, but why is not the right question. I understand that you want to know, or that the people, that the person wants to know why, but you shouldn't just say why in the tone. Yeah, like it's not valid to exactly. say no. You don't say why, but you can say if you feel uh, comfortable, 
could you explain to me your pantry and not just say why in a way that just makes them feel less than you yeah and bad for saying no they said no they had their reasons maybe they don't even know why they have this pantry but it is there so you should just respect it mm -hmm. and of course also in the workplace it's really difficult to oh, yeah. set your boundaries and limits because of the hierarchy mm -hmm. there are bosses and they feel like they can say anything and get away with it mm. but, well nowadays it's not like that anymore and we're going i hope in the right direction i hope so too it's true that in a work environment it is much more difficult to set your boundaries mm -hmm. you should still tell them they may not understand and they may not really respect it but just you repeat your uh, boundaries and at one point if they don't get it you can scream at them <laughs> no but you should really set your boundaries i know it's very difficult especially if you know in a work environment and you are scared of your boss and you are scared of the person like technically above you and you are scared for your job yes but still you just you don't have to say it you know in an impolite way you just say i'm sorry but of i'm course. not comfortable with this and then if they don't respect that uh then you go go <laughs> you can go into the impolite way and it applies to everything if you're working more than you're paid for that could be one of your boundaries or you don't like the way you're talked to really everything one other topic that maybe we can start is how to communicate your boundaries personally it's really difficult for me mm. to, <laughs> to tell my boundaries because I, it's like I'm one yeah. of those people who just say yes always, and if I say yes, I think I'm a good person. Mm. It is much easier to say it for me to people that I really know. Mm -hmm. That isn't a problem, but to people that I don't really know, for example, in a work environment <laughs> or new friends, also distant family, yes. it is so difficult because well, you feel like you're just impolite. Yeah, but. It isn't impolite. It is impolite for them to think that they can do anything, you know, that you don't have any boundaries. Mm -hmm. Personally, I don't like people that I don't really know to touch me. I give hugs to all of my friends, like close friends. It's really something that we do. It's more like in Czech Republic. We give hugs. In France, we give labis. And personally, like, I hate giving labis to people that I don't know. <laughs> me too, me too. And this is like a big issue because I still do it since I feel pressure, especially la bise. Yes. You know, the hug, I can like go away with it, you know, like yeah, just give a hand. It's good, yeah. But la bise, uh, I just feel so pressured to do it and I really don't want to. I think this happened to anyone, like literally anyone. There's a, a person you don't really know and they yeah. go in for the three cases and it's like, Three kisses, that's a lot. Three kisses in Switzerland? Yeah. Okay, we have two in France. Oh, mm. it uh, yeah, yeah, depends it where you are. I don't know, I, I feel like because I, I was, you know, in Czech Republic my whole life, I was taught to give hugs and give hand and never do la bise. Mm -hmm. And so I don't feel as comfortable with the bees, you know? And I just don't like it. <laughs> I know I'm French, but I just... No, I, I no. live my whole life in places where they do that and I still don't like it. So I just, 
I no problem with people that I really know, my friends and my parents or my grandparents. It's weird to do that with so grandparents. But anyway, you know, I, I, it's not such a big deal. What I hate is friends, like family friends, and they go and give you that piece. You know, like, yes. I don't know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you should be able to say that that is your boundary. And how, practically, how do you do that? Like, you go in for the hand, they approach, and they start kissing you. How? What do you do? Yeah, I know. It's, it's complicated. When you give the hand, like, before they go to you, usually they take it. Yeah, and so. if they don't take it, they usually say, no, but we can do la bise. At that point, you can say, I'm sorry, I'm just not comfortable with la bise. I think now it's going to be so much easier since COVID. You'll be like, That's true. no. <laughs> Go with no thanks. No, no thanks. Maybe that will be like a good point of this, I don't know if I can say the word, so of this panorama. <laughs> <laughs> no, may- maybe that will be much easier, actually. I think it will be much easier. But still, if you give like the hand like before, and then they say, you know, we can do a bit. You can say, oh, I'm sorry, not comfortable with that. Now we can say, no germs. Yes. <laughs> I especially hate when you give the hand and they just take you by the shoulders and they just take you to do the bees. Yes, <laughs> and it that, happens. Yeah, it, really it happens. happens. And at that point, you don't want to push them away because that will be, I don't know, it feels mean, but it is not. They grabbed you and... Yes, it's a bit too much, too much in yeah. personal space. Yeah, but maybe, you know, when they do that, you just say, mm, I'm sorry, and, like, push them a little. One step back. And yeah, exactly. Maybe not, like, with your whole force, but, you know, just a little bit and say, oh, I'm sorry, not comfortable. But you shouldn't be judged for that. Oh, yeah, on that point, I hate when I see parents with, like, children, and the child doesn't want to give a hug or doesn't want to give a bees. And the parents are no, but give them a hug. You should make them feel comfortable, and they have boundaries at that age. That's great. Yes, yeah. it's really yeah. common for children to not like hugs at a certain point. Yeah, and it's completely fine. You shouldn't push your child. Uh, you sh- towards strangers. Yes. Yeah. It's the yeah. opposite that you should do. You should teach them that they should have boundaries and that they mm-hmm. should be respected, and not the other way around. <laughs> yeah. But fortunately, I have seen on the internet there are lots of parents doing this kind of work and teaching their children boundaries and consent at mm. a really, really young age. And that's really great. Yeah, I feel that's really like the best thing you can do. Another topic of this episode is personal experience. So you can resonate with us if you feel that you went through the same or are going through the same. Personally... I didn't set many boundaries in my previous relationship. I think it's because I was really young. My first real boyfriend would be like at 14. And I wasn't really taught the boundaries. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that boundaries shouldn't exist in a romantic relationship. Since you see that in every movie. That's what they teach us. Yes, that's what they teach us in the movies and series. Oh, it's love. You do everything for love. No. <laughs> you do not do anything nope. for love. <laughs> you have 
your boundaries and you have to feel respected and comfortable in a relationship. That's like the big thing. A relationship should feel nice, should feel really calming to you and it shouldn't feel, you know, like if I say no, you will be mad or whatever. So I won't say no. Mm-hmm. You should really have those boundaries. My parents didn't really taught me that. You should have your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Most, you know, uh, parents would, the first thing that comes to their mind when we talk about boundaries and consent is intimacy. Most of parents don't want to talk about sex with you when you're young, but they should teach us that there's boundaries and consent in any other form, not just intimacy. Because it's really everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And just you should be able to say, say no. I know that I didn't have much boundaries because when I said no to something or said something other person didn't like, he would not talk to me for like a week and do like I didn't exist. So, you know, I was trying to avoid that feeling, uh, which is really bad. You shouldn't feel that way in a relationship. You shouldn't, you should never feel, oh, I won't do that because he will get mad because then it's also bad for you psychologically because then you let your boundaries down and it is very difficult to put them back up yes like that's really really difficult and also you can have sex boundaries that's normal especially when it's your first time or whatever you shouldn't feel pressure to do anything just because love mm-hmm. you do what you want to do at that moment maybe you will want to do it in a month or a year or Never. You shouldn't feel like, oh, I have to do it because, well, he's in love with me. Really just do what you're comfortable with. Set your boundaries. Just tell them, I'm not comfortable with it now. I will maybe be in a few years, a few months, whatever. Maybe never. <laughs> and if they say, yeah, but we are in a relationship and that's what they do in relationships. No, <laughs> there are so many relationships and so many types. You do what you want to do, and that's just it. Yeah. Um, also for me, it was really difficult to set boundaries. And I had a toxic relationship before, and there was always this recurring theme about limits, and like my partner always thought that I was overstepping the limits, like, no, you're going too far. And... <laughs> it wasn't about our physical relationship it was about moral mm-hmm. ideals also that's something which can happen you think you have certain ideals about what you want in a relationship and if the other person is a bit different you you feel like they're doing something wrong but that's nothing wrong i mean you don't have to respect all the ideals that the other person has for you and you're not valuable or decent just because you you mm. check the, those boxes you know so you should really distinguish what is really unacceptable for your partner or for you and those can be your boundaries but don't be confused about the moral things yeah because i mean i put uh, a t-shirt which was a bit do you say it? Oh, uh, with a big cleavage yes mm, 
when I wasn't even in a relationship with this person and they treated me like I was absolute garbage because I was I overstepped the limit you know what I mean Uh, that's not a boundary no no that's uh more like they want you to be perfect to make them feel good yes but yeah oh that's horrible that's not really acceptable and don't see them as boundaries when Mm. they're just fixations exactly i had the same thing with one of my uh, exes that was always angry when i put something with a cleavage or whatever one thing to know about me before i really didn't have any proof (laughs) i don't know what he was angry about (laughs) there was nada (laughs) like nothing but whatever then i've changed my style and i think it took something from me and from my personality and i was so angry at me after because i let myself let my boundaries down yes that's it they can make you feel like you didn't do right for yourself Mm -hmm. and like you're the victim of yourself and you didn't put your boundaries up it's just toxic relationship at that point because then when I got with my boyfriend like that I'm with now it was such a big difference because when I put more cleavage and now I have more boobs (laughs) so you can see more (laughs) he was like oh you're so pretty and sexy and he didn't say oh you shouldn't wear that or whatever he just supports me and it was a big change also on that topic I love makeup and in high school I really loved it so much and I always had like colorful eye makeup because mm-hmm. that was just something that I love to do. My ex was like, I don't like when you wear makeup or whatever. And I stopped a little bit and it was a hobby. And it's just frustrating because now I see that the boyfriend that I'm with now, he buys me makeup and he loves when I wear makeup and he's mm-hmm. always supporting me. And now I really see how toxic it was before. Yes. And you really shouldn't feel that way, especially if it's a hobby or whatever it's just your personality yes and who cares what you wear like if you feel confident enough wear it if you don't feel confident and comfortable don't wear it and it's also not just a boy problem because my ex was a girl so it can come from anybody when we are on this topic it can also come from friends and i think that hurts even more style is personal like if you don't like someone's style That's okay, but you shouldn't put them down for that. They are comfortable in their own skin. They are wearing what they want to, and that's like the best thing for that person. So never put someone down. And if your friends put you down, they're not good friends. For sure. So, uh, yeah, I think we said everything. We're a bit over time, and it's an important topic. Exactly. Thank you for listening. We hope you liked it. And don't hesitate to contact us if you have any remarks or comments. Just don't be mean, please. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.